Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to That Psych Runner Podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina. On this show, we talk about how to thrive in the sport of running, from on the road to in the kitchen to in your own mind. We hear inspirational stories from others and talk about the psychology behind it all. I'm so happy you're here and enjoy the show. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, hello, my friends, and welcome back to another random rambling episode. I should just name that this, like, I'm just randomly rambling. Um, anyway, it is so good to chat with you guys and record this other episode. I'm excited. This is my second week of doing, um, yeah, episodes every week, which, yeah, I'm hyped for. So anyway, hello, welcome back. Today, I am going to answer two of your questions, and if you are new to this podcast, this is um, kind of my structure right now, is every other week, I post a interview with a guest that I had, um, just fantastic guests that I've had on the show, and I just love them all and love all of their wisdom and insight, and then every other week, I do have a more like chill episode, so I answer two of your questions and kind of give a life update and just like ramble, and I was really hesitant to like make this series because I'm just like why would people want to hear me just like talk randomly for like 20 minutes but apparently you guys are into it and yeah so if you are here I love you um thank you so much for listening and I appreciate you so anyway, let's get into it. Before I go into your questions, I'll give a little bit of a life update. Honestly, what is not new in my life every single day for real? Um, last time I talked to you, I had just finished like Christmas break and everything. And yeah, the past couple of weeks have been good. They, I've been getting back into the swing of things with school and with clinical stuff and research and all that good stuff. So kind of getting back into the grind. And it's always like weird transition between like after you finish your semester or after you finish your, the, yeah, after you finish your break and you're kind of in that like break mindset, like mode where you're feeling good, like you're starting to finally relax and then you get back into it and you're just like not mentally ready. That's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, I'm in it and I'm like doing it, but I'm just like, I'm not mentally as I am like at the beginning of fall. If you know, I don't know. I don't know if anyone else has that experience where it's just like 
coming back from Christmas break is always so hard mentally, but we're in it. And I love all my classes this year. I They're so interesting. We're Right now we're learning about – we're just completely doing an entire unit on the gut microbiome, which is my – This is my specialty. Like I love the gut microbiome. That is what I want to pursue all of my research in as a future doctor. Um, So yeah, I'm just loving everything I'm learning. It's a vibe. I'm busy. My little Maisie is crazy as ever. She is currently sitting right next to me and trying to get me to throw the ball for her, which I absolutely would, but Girly, I'm recording my podcast right now. Can you chill? It's so funny because every time I'm like, I'll be doing all of the things, like all of the things where she could be just an absolute menace, absolute destruction, and she will just sleep. But then as soon as I sit down for class or a Zoom meeting or to record something, immediately she goes into like crazy mode and she just wants to squeak every toy and do everything. So yeah. Anyway, that's kind of the life update. We're trucking along in school, work, all of that stuff. Everything is fabulous. Um, training update. Okay, so right now I am in my fourth week of training for the Boston Marathon, working with Tony from Relentless Runners, which I absolutely adore, and it's just been the most wonderful experience ever. Um, last week, yeah, it was my third week, obviously. I am just so smart. I just say, you know, Obviously, it was, you know, if you didn't know that three becomes a four, four, there you go. (laughs) This is where my brain is at, you guys. I love you guys if you're bearing with me here. But I, so my plan is right now what Tony has me doing is I do a three-week build and then I do a one-week cutback week. So right now is my cutback week. And then during my cutback weeks, we kind of take time to reflect and just rejuvenate before the next few weeks of hard training. And this is so beneficial to me, honestly. I could not just grind out high mileage, like crazy intense weeks for 16 weeks straight. Like I need cutback weeks. And also scientifically, physiologically, your body needs cutback weeks. Like it needs time to repair. It needs time to restore. It cannot be grinding, grinding, grinding every single week without a reduction in mileage because either A, you are going to lose those fitness adaptations. B, you are going to burn out. C, you are going to get injured or D, I don't know. You know, you're going to become like underfueled over time. So it's just super important to have these nice cutback weeks and how it's planned is like I don't have any speed work really. I have some like strides in there if I want to. Um, I have my long run is so nice. It's 13 miles this weekend and I am so hyped for that because the past few weekends it's been like 16 miles on average with like speed workouts. So it's going to feel nice to have a little bit of a lower volume this week. And it's just nice chill miles, which I'm feeling really good about. Like tomorrow on my schedule, I have a four mile run and it's so nice because I'm just like, oh, I can just go out for like four miles. And it's like, you know, it's that good mental break because then by the end of the week, I'm always so ready to get back into the hard training because I just love it. So 
it's always good. And I just appreciate every single moment in training, whether it's a hard workout that I freaking love grinding out or whether it is a nice, easy cutback week. Speaking of training, actually, I cannot believe this was not the first thing I opened with because if you follow me on Instagram, you know this is what I've been complaining about for the past two weeks. So Michigan decided not only to have a winter storm with like the most dangerous snowy conditions last weekend and throughout the week, but now we have a polar vortex this week. So temps are like a real feel of like, negative 18 to 20 this entire week and we've had this wind chill warning and just like dangerous temps warning forever and it's just been awful so right as much as I love to tough out the outside conditions it is like physically not safe to do so so I have fortunately and unfortunately I like to say that because I am focusing on the positives here I've been on the treadmill for every single one of my runs the past two weeks, except for one, I'm going to try and run outside tomorrow because it's supposed to be like 10 degrees instead of negative 10. So I'm very happy about that. But yeah, I have just been literally grinding out every single mile on the treadmill. My last long run on Saturday was a 16 mile speed workout and it was a five mile warm up and five by one mile at 713 pace and then one mile off. So like jog. And I met Mary, my friend at Marathon. Go follow her on Instagram if you don't already. We went to Planet Fitness and we did our both of our 16 mile speed workouts on the treadmill. And it was so funny because it was great vibes. Like I am so freaking blessed to have her as a friend and also have the treadmill to utilize. Like it is such a beautiful, useful tool. And like, yes, I'm complaining about it. I'm complaining about running indoors for the past couple of weeks. But at the same time, like I am so freaking blessed to have access to a treadmill right now because if I didn't, I wouldn't be able to get my training in. I would not be able to run. And, you know, I mean, I know I wouldn't lose that much fitness, but at the same time, it's it's so important, you know, as a runner to get in your training. So I'm just very blessed that I do have the treadmill to work through, even if it is monotonous and mentally challenging at times. And I'm very grateful, but it was so funny. Anyway, going back to my planet fitness story. So we finished at planet fitness and the workers are like, how long did you guys run for? And we told them and they're like, why? And we were like, well, we're training for something. So I just thought it was funny because they were like, why, why did you run that far? I kind of wanted to be like, oh, just just to feel something, but I didn't. Um, yeah, we we told them the truth that we were training for marathons. Anyway, yeah, that was fun. So that's kind of my updates right now. We're just vibing. I also just felt kind of like mid this week, just like physically a little bit like lit. I don't know, just like I feel like I'm like fighting off something, but like not severely. So I don't know if it's like the extreme cold. Or if it's just like I do have a little bit of a bug. I don't know. It's weird. I just like have a runny nose and I just feel like bleh, like, you know, but that's it. So I don't know if I have allergies or what. So all of that to say, you did not ask for any of that information, but here we are. Let's get into your questions. So I just posted last week a Google form where you can submit your podcast questions here. And I am just kind of going through those one by one. And my dog is currently chewing on my chair. Maisie, no, don't do that, sweetie. I know. She says, hi, guys. She says she loves you. Yeah. She's like giving me the sweetest little eyes. I love you. Okay. So 
I'm going to go through these questions one by one and just like in the order that they were submitted. And I am so appreciative of you guys submitting your questions. That means the world to me. And I just love talking with you guys and communicating with you guys. Okay, so the first question is, hi, first of all, I enjoy your podcast. Thank you so much. You are so sweet. If you are comfortable sharing, I'd be interested in learning more about your process reintroducing dairy. Also, I think you've mentioned in the past that you've had IBD, and I'm curious about your opinion on restrictive autoimmune protocol diets. I understand cutting out foods if allergic or intolerant, but sometimes cutting so many things out of your diet, even if you seem to be tolerating them fine, can feel overwhelming and restrictive. Um, you seem well informed on this sort of stuff. So I value. Oh, thank you. I am. That is so sweet. First of all, for submitting that question. Thank you so much for your positive feedback. Um, before I answer this question, disclaimer, I may be well experienced in this topic um, for everybody listening, but I'm not you know, I'm not a professional in this. I'm not well-informed in a sense that like I'm a GI doctor or a physician. So if you are experiencing any sort of gastrointestinal symptoms or are thinking about making changes to your diet, please go seek um, your physician's care and physician's guidance on this. So I actually got like seven or so questions just about reintroducing dairy. So I'm going to make an entire rambling podcast episode about that, I think, in the coming weeks just to kind of talk about it. So basically, my process is is I have had – like, girl, like, I could an- ramble about this question forever. So I – going back, when I started to experience gut health symptoms and I first got diagnosed, I was put on a very – very, very restrictive diet. Um, this was about six or seven years ago. Um, at first it was low FODMAP diet, which is super restrictive in itself. And for those of you who've been on the low FODMAP diet, you know, it's awful. It's like you can eat an apple, but only a certain ripeness, or you can eat a banana, but it can't be too brown And all of this very restrictive protocols. Um, and Honestly, that was extremely hard for me. I found that like, yes, low FODMAP diet, it did alleviate some of my symptoms, but the stress of having to manage my diet caused more GI symptoms than I would have had if I didn't have that stress, if that makes sense. So I was on that diet for a while. I was on another restrictive autoimmune sort of diet for a while. Um, And I did have a physician that basically took out almost every food group. It was a pretty bad experience. Um, but again, every physician does their best in the circumstances they're given and I want to give everybody grace. So yes, I was on a very restrictive diet for a while for gut health, but it did not turn out too well. Um, I really struggled with getting in enough one. Then I went off to college and lost just a bunch of weight because of that. And so that was really hard. So what I had to do is I had to slowly reintroduce foods one at a time. I got official food intolerance and um, allergy testing and everything and figure out what my body really, really cannot tolerate. And so the two things that my body could not tolerate after kind of reintroducing everything again, like gluten, eggs, soy, it took a long time. It took like six months to reintroduce everything again, but I'm so grateful I did was lactose and red meat. And a lot of it comes from like 
the fat of animals. So this is super weird, right? So I can do all the fats in the world. I eat so much peanut butter. I literally had a spoonful of peanut butter before recording this and I can eat a lot of plant butter. But when it comes to cow's butter or animal fat, my body just does not tolerate it well. Um, and so part of that is we were thinking it's a lactose thing. Um, but I thought it was dairy in general. So I just avoided dairy for the literally 10 years. And that was another question is like, how long have you been dairy free? And it's been about 10 years now. So I could not have dairy for the longest time. Um, and again, I thought it was because of that, like protein in that milk, but it actually is more of an animal fat thing. So long story short, I, my body can tolerate dairy. However, it is lacking the enzymes to do so. It is lacking the enzymes to digest that lactose right now. It cannot tolerate high animal fat. So I cannot have ground beef. I cannot have red meat that's really fatty. I can have very lean sirloin steak if I need to. I could have an impossible burger. But for some reason, the way that animal fat is made up it just does not agree with my stomach. And I just, and it's not just not agree. It causes like an inflammatory response in me. So like my lymph nodes get swollen up and it's really, really bad. Um, so going into the dairy thing, I have basically, I'll do an entire episode on this. So stay tuned, but my body, like I said, does not have the enzyme to do so. So, you know, I've been working with a bunch of specialists and I have been reintroducing dairy well supplementing with enzymes and lactate and all of these different things and taking these different medications, but also doing more of a graded integration. So right, my first exposure to dairy was like a tiny bite of string cheese. And now we've worked our way up to yesterday, I went to my Bible study and we had mac and cheese and I could have some of it, which was so cool. And I obviously took some enzymes and lactate, but yeah, so I'll go into that more. But that is kind of the scope of that question. And I'm sorry it was kind of all over the place, but it is a really hard process. And please do not do this on your own. If you are listening, do not follow this advice. Please seek advice from your medical professional because this is what works for me and might not be what works for you. Okay, the next question what supplements, if any, do you use to add nutrients and joint health to your daily routine? I actually do not use any supplements for my joint health. Um, I Maybe I should. I don't know. But the only thing that I really supplement with, I guess, is – I mean, I have like protein – like bars and protein powder each day, but that's not what you're talking about. Okay. I do supplement with vitamin B3 and then vitamin D3. So – D in the winter though. I have those like nature's made like gummy vitamins that I have every morning. And I'm sorry if you heard that crash. That was my puppy dropping her toy. I also have vitamin B3 just because it helps with like energy levels and stuff throughout the day. My friend Emily, as you know her, she introduced me to this really good B3 um, supplement from Whole Foods. And it's like in this like liquid bottle. So you just put like 25 drops of it. It's like raspberry flavored into water 
each morning and it gives me so much good energy throughout the day. It keeps my levels up. And I actually, thanks to Emily, mix it with noon and it tastes amazing. It's so good. It's like a juice and I just love it. So yummy vitamins. Yeah, B3 and D3. And the reason why I only take really D3 in the winter is because I just do very, I'm from Michigan and it is very cloudy and dreary and dark and I don't get that sunlight that produces that natural D3. And so kind of, I do get a lot of like seasonal depression. Like I just don't love being outside in the winter and I just get sad with the dreary skies. So it definitely helps with mood. D3 is also, um, yeah, like I said, very important for mood regulation and everything like that. Okay, because that one was a short one, I'll do one more. Um, somebody did ask, how do I know if I'm eating too much, not enough? Do I prioritize protein or carbs? Is one gram of protein per pound accurate? Okay, so I'm actually not going to answer this question. And this is just because this is more of a question for an individualized dietitian for yourself. Um, I cannot tell you if you are eating too much or not enough because I, one, am not you. I am not your body. And two, I am not your registered dietitian. And I appreciate you so much asking me that question because I if, just thank you so much. I I appreciate it. Um, but at the same time, I don't feel comfortable answering that question. I mean, I could say things like listen to your body, but that is not always the case for a lot of people actually. So I am not qualified to give that advice and I would recommend you seek out some amazing registered dietitians um, somewhere or talk to your PCP if you're concerned about your diet um, just because I don't have those qualifications and it's not in my lane and I don't know you. I don't know what your specific needs are. I could, if I was a registered dietitian, let's say, I could give the most general advice for that question for somebody of your age. However, everybody's so different. Our genetics make up our metabolism and what we need on the day-to-day -day basis. So I am going to um, decline answering that question, but I do wish you well, and I hope you find a registered dietitian that can help you answer these questions because you deserve to know. I think that those are great questions for a dietitian. Okay. So that was all today for my little ramble episode. I love you guys so much. If you have listened to the end, I applaud you, one, because I'm just crazy, and two, thank you. I love you so much, and I will see you on the next episode with a fantastic guest and the week after that with another little rambling episode. Remember to submit your questions on the Google Forms, and I am so excited to chat with you more. Sending so much love. Bye.